Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Oki Show Show, brought to you by all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash Show. If you like what you hear on this show and you'd like to be a part of our little community, you can go over to patreon.com slash Show and become a patron. No matter which tier you decide to pledge to, you will always receive an Oki Show Show episode a full week early before everybody else does, which is pretty frickin' cool, along with, uh access to the super secret podcast which is kind of a well what it sounds like a super secret podcast a podcast where you can learn all sorts of crazy cool behind the scenes stuff well before it ever hits the airwaves so go over to patreon.com slash show show and become a patron today so today we are talking to the Space Sketch Comedy Group, which we did this interview several months ago, uh, right before their first show, and they have since gone on to uh, do the show that they're talking about in this interview to completely sold-out crowds. They are already scheduling a whole new show over at Tower Theater, which is going to be freaking sweet. In fact, they just released some news that I thought I would read to y'all today about uh, the Space Lab. Now, the Space Lab is going to be happening at Tower Theater, and it's a place for main stage cast members to workshop material for their upcoming shows through improvisation. Each Space Lab performance will feature other local talent at the top of the show. It could be local improv troops, stand-ups, musicians, spoken word poetry readings. The possibilities are thrilling. Shows are going to be starting Thursday nights at 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. November 29th and December 6th, 13th, 20th, and 27th. And ticket info will be available soon. For more information on that, go over to thespaceokc.com. But in the meantime, check out this awesome interview with the fellas over at the Space Sketch Comedy. Uh, We talk all about performing sketch comedy and writing sketch comedy, the ins and the outs. Um, Topher Owen, who is kind of the the mind behind the space, he is an alumni from the Second City, which if you like SNL, you know that the Second City is where a lot of SNL's performers come from. So we get into all of that, and it's a lot of fun, and I think that we should just go ahead and dive right in. So here we go. This is episode 61 of the Oki Show Show. Hello, welcome to the podcast that explores the Heartland's entertainment industries. I'm Brian. I'm Neil. And we are here with three awesome special guests that we're going to go ahead and introduce and then we're going to get back to them in a hot second. So let's go down the line here. We have Gabby, but what's your last name? Merchant. Gabby Merchant? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm Topher Owen. Topher Owen? I'm Laurent Marzette. Laurent Marzette. And today we're going to be talking about their awesome sketch comedy group, The Space, in just a second. But first, I'm going to check in with, uh, with uh, Mr. Co-host here. You know, Kelly's still... I know. She's still, you like, know, on baby leave. It's a lady thing, man. Like, <sighs> I, if I knew that you could take so much time off having babies, I'd have a couple myself, man. You should get on that. You know, I know it's 2018. It's, yeah, it's, it's 2018. People are hip to that kind of stuff now. Like... Yeah, Babies. I saw that movie Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Poop out a baby. It's exactly, it comes out and then you're free, man. You get yeah. to you get to be off forever. So it feels like I love you, Kelly. Though for we real. miss we miss you, Kelly, and uh, and you guys know Kelly too, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kelly was a student of mine um, uh, way back a long time ago. She was awesome, great. So I'm sure she's a valuable asset here at oh, Oklahoma. Yeah, she's so good, and she's busy building her own. 
personal improv troupe with babies. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. She's yeah. making her own comedy club with nothing but her children. Yeah. So yeah. they're going to be hysterical. Oh, absolutely. Oh, if they have any of their mother in them, which I know they do. <laughs> they're going to be hysterical. It's going to be great. Yeah, she's So that's so that's what we're just biding our time for them to get old enough and then we'll just take it all away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so what have you been up? Have you been on any shoots or anything? No, I haven't. Or? I haven't. I've I've heard of uh quite a few movies that are going on right now. Um they sure, got like 3, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Hi, and which is great cuz they're hiring a lot of uh like film students from O-Trip mm -hmm. and uh, getting a lot of people who have never been on movie sets the opportunity to go out and learn the things that they're learning in college, which I think is so dope because, like, you can talk about, like, making movies and being a filmmaker all you want, but until you're, like, on set doing it, like, you don't really know anything. You're full of shit. You know what I mean? It's like, like, for real. <laughs> like, you can, you can, like, and it goes with anything. Like, I mean, you could talk about doing comedy forever. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, it's so easy. But then when you're then on you're stage really doing it, yeah, then when you're on stage doing it, you're like, wow, this is a whole lot different than I thought it was. Yeah, speaking of which, we're still, I'm still trying to, you know, pull you on stage. Oh, show. I know, I know. I, I haven't done I, anything. I got, before. I wrote some material. I got some Tinder jokes. I got some <laughs> jokes. About, I got some jokes about my dad. It's good stuff. We just got to get out there and do it, man. Yeah, just got to do it, man. Yeah, I, the only thing I've had been going, I've had been going on words. I can speak now. I had, a, <laughs> I had this, I'm curious what, what y'all's thoughts might be on this. So I was on the front, I've, I've never done this before, but I just had a shoot that was like a hidden camera, candid camera kind of thing. Are and you in on it? I, just as the sound guy. So like, you know, we had, you know, as the sound guy, I get to have the little earpiece at our actor's ear. And so we're talking to him on a microphone. He can, I mean, he can hear the voice of God talking to him in his ear. But then we have plant mics all over the place, you know, masked just like flower pots and that kind of thing uh -huh. and so the whole shtick but here's here's the twist to this fun loving story is that the topic was just uh veganism and what better place to talk about veganism than the heartland of america oklahoma where beef is what's always for dinner <laughs> and like and they go to a burger joint and so we, we wire up this whole burger joint with all these so it's like 15 cameras working and all this kind of stuff and of course and this poor actor Every, like almost every table that he had to talk to was like old and decrepit. <laughs> so, and he's then the whole shtick is like he's gonna basically guilt them about how oh you're gonna have some beef now <laughs> enjoy your heart attack oh. and they're like we already have three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. And oh. so the actor like it was it was one of those things of like like he started off with like high hopes and by the end of the day his heart his his you know like. Outlook on life had just degraded yeah. <laughs> more and yeah. more because he's like, I'm an awful person. Yeah. Because by no means is this a Sasha Baron Cohen kind of fellow. Like, he's just an actor, just doing a job. And they're talking into his ear of like, okay, now say this god-awful thing that will send you straight to hell. Yeah. <laughs> and he's sweating. Oh, he's like, yeah. well, that's fun. <laughs> He's like, I, I can't do it anymore. It takes yeah. out the oh, earpiece. There's a couple times where he was like, okay, well, I'll be right back with your drinks. And then he'd shuffle in and be like, guys, really? I'm not going back out there. Yeah. You can't do this. I'm pretty sure that guy has a gun. Yeah. They were like, you should, you should do a hard-on joke to this table with like a five-year-old. And he was like, no. no. And, the, and I'm just sitting in the corner yeah. with my just earphones on, just like, just trying to do my job. 
just trying to do I'm just oh. I'm not here. To, get through, not here to judge you guys. I'm not a part of this, but I'm kind of a part of this. From, from what you've described, I'm pretty sure that I auditioned for that. Did you? <laughs> I think so. Well, see, that's the funny thing is at the end of the day, somebody that had totally auditioned for that part showed up at the table that was rigged. Oh. And so, yeah. And so, like, our actor comes bounding out and he's like, hey, guys, what's up, bro? Like, they, they know each other. Right. And they're like, what's going on? Oh, who's this? Is this? Thing? Is this- Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll play along. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, neat. Ooh, boo. <laughs> Suddenly, the candid aspect of it goes out the window. Yeah. Because the mark is in on the whole thing. Yeah, that would be horrible. I that tell you what. That sounds horrible. Oh, yeah. Um, His well, acting yeah. career is at an all-time high right there, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, the, what, what tougher acting job can you possibly have than, like, literally lie to people? Yeah. <laughs> Lying to another actor. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Especially when... Well, the funny thing was that the actor that had auditioned for it, like, I was walking out, and he was walking in, and we know each other also, and I was like, <laughs> oh, hey, man! And literally, pretty much any time that you see me out in the public, I'm on a job. For shooting. Sure. So it's like a dead giveaway that, oh... Well, we saw Brian, and then he went into this dark room. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's probably something going on. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's oh, a dead that giveaway. Oh, that sounds so miserable. <laughs> it just sounds miserable. Best 15-hour day of my life. <laughs> and, the, and the thing that you're talking about, too, where the like the old folks are there with the, I had three heart attacks. Yeah. Essentially, what the actor has been telling, is being told to do is, hey, tell the people who had the heart attack, it's their fault they had the heart attack. Yeah. And they shouldn't enjoy their life. Go ahead, do that. Yeah. Do that. That's going to be fun and funny, yeah. huh? It's going to be fun and funny, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what's really going to bring people onto your cause of vegan glory? Yeah. Shame and guilt. <laughs> That's what I was like the whole time. I'm just like, I'm sitting there. I'm like eating a burger, literally. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> I, I mean, I get it. There are health risks and all that. But yeah. Really? Yeah. Come on. Here's the funny thing, though. Whenever you're somebody who's just like, you know that meat patty that you're eating? It's going to give you a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> Shame. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that, was, that, was, that was that going cigarette. on. Like, they're going what? outside to smoke cigarettes and then coming in and shaming people about veganism. Does shame ever work as yes. a teaching tool? It does? It so does. Right. Does it? I'm, yes. I'm wrong. It's very effective. <laughs> Talk to any Catholic person. It's yeah. very effective. I can't have fault them for their approach. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. These guys have been on Twitter, though. I guess are Twitter Twitterers. I'm, 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 so. I'm the newbie to Twitter. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't oh, oh last night joke the every time. <laughs> so okay, I want to. <laughs> Here's the new shows that we're masters of segue. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we're, we're going to talk a little bit about sketch comedy today. We're going to talk about the space and, and y'all's show that you have. Um, but we have a game that we're going to play at the end of the song. We're going to start off, before we start talking about sketches and all that kind of stuff, uh, this is basically a Mad Libs script. So everybody's got your own script here. So we're going we're gonna to go around and uh, we're going to fill this out. And then at the end of the show, we're going to actually read this and see oh, what we come up with here. Okay. Okay, so um, let's see here. So we're looking for a food that comes in a can. Spam. 
Spam. Spam. Ooh, good okay. choice. I like that. I was going to say raviolis. Okay. Like, out of the can into the man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like. That's a fact. I don't, yeah, we've been talking about How is that not a tagline for something that exists like, already? Eat canned food. You just eat it right out of the can, man. It makes so much sense. Pay no it attention rhymes. to have <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, number two, a thing. What's a thing? Um, lint. Lint. Got it. Okay. It's a thing. Uh, a name that starts with C. Corey. Corey. In the house or out of the house? In the house or out of the house? That's, that's a Disney, Disney. Channel. That's, yeah, Disney that's a Disney Channel thing. In the house. I'm pretty sure. Uh, let's see, an adjective. A whatative? Mar- marvelous? <laughs> marvelous. An adjective. What's uh, a descriptive word, Neil? <laughs> I went to high school at Newcastle, I, so... You and I have the same thought process of, like, adjective, adjective. Yeah. What, what is that? <laughs> oh, man, I remember my English class from ten years ago. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, uh, a foreign-sounding name. Ranjit. That's racist. Ranjit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you, like, coil yourself up, like, whatever name gets said, right? this is my response to Yeah. It. I got this. <laughs> Come on it? now. Ranjit. Ranjit. Yeah. Oh, what show is he the cab driver in? I think it's How I Met Your Mother. I was just watching How I Met Your Mother. No, that's a legit character name from that. Classic Ranjit. Uh, okay, a famous person's name. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Okay. That's a good one. That, that guy. What's a bad famous person's name? I, I told you I wrote Michael Jackson. That's a, di- that's a different dude. Yeah. That is not the king of pop. <laughs> Michael Jackson was the king of polka. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Another name that starts with C. Courtney. Courtney. Okay. Go hand in hand, you know. That's <laughs> okay. Corey and Courtney. All right. A large moving object. Orca. An orca? Yeah. Okay. I mean, she's not wrong. Uh, a fruit. Passion. Passion fruit. <laughs> So. That's good. Okay. All right. A number. 25. 25. <laughs> uh, another number. 26. 26. <laughs> another thing. Vacuum. Vacuum. Okay. Vacuum. Where'd you get that prompt? I have no idea. <laughs> A small Tweezers. object. Tweezers. Tweezers. Okay. Okay. All right, so at the end of the show, we're going to fill in these blanks in all of our little scripts, and then we'll play our scene. Okay. okay. Play the scene. So let's talk about the space, guys. Fantastic. So what's the space? Yeah. Uh, the space is a sketch comedy venue. It's uh, uh, ultimately, and it's in its finished form, it's going to be a building where you come and you enjoy yourself. Uh, you have some drinks. You, you bring your friends with you, and, uh, and you sit down and you watch some sketch comedy, and you laugh your ass off. All of the sketch comedy is going to be written and performed uh, by the guys that are the cast that that uh, that do the performance. Um, so it, it'll be a hundred percent by Oklahomans for Oklahomans. That's awesome. Yeah, that's nice. And how did you guys come up with the name? I <laughs> I actually don't know this. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I. I, I was I, I've had this thought for a while about wanting to start this kind of theater, and um, so for a while I've been toying with names, and and the, so I'll take you through a, 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 just the one name that I was like, 
I really think this might be good, um, is the gravy spot. I really enjoyed the gravy spot because everything that goes on there is gravy, mm. as in it's really good. Yeah. Right? Mm. That's how I was thinking it. But also in my head, I was like, well, you know what we could do? We could call it the gravy spot, but then we could also call it the G spot yeah. because <laughs> it, it's, it might be hard to find, but when yeah. you do it, it's euphoric. Yeah. yeah. Um, that can be tough conversation, though. Yeah. yeah that's you great. guys want to go to the yeah, G spot? You guys been to the G spot? Right. Which uh, is, pardon? yeah, that's, before, that's why yeah. we backed up. Yeah. yeah. I can't find it. You should try it. the G spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's really great. That yeah. would, they would be like a haven for passive aggressive girlfriends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. the G spot? I'm right here. Yeah. Google Maps will show you how to get to this one. So, so that name went away pretty quickly. Um, even though I, I liked the feeling of it, it kind of evoked this. this <laughs> Who doesn't? This thing of oh, that could be fun. Uh, but, but what I really, what it did bring me to is the idea that I re- I really wanted a place where everyone could play, um, and it's not just sketch comics. Uh, it should be stand-up comedians as well, and um, and people who deal with sound. The art that, that you, I'm serious, like you're, you're an artist. And the way that I, I'm looking at this space is everybody who does something artistic should be able to have a space to play in. That's uh, really cool. One of the things that I, I keep thinking about is when we get the bar actually assembled, uh, there are some guys who blow glass in Edmond and they're great. They just have this on display where they're blowing glass. Have you ever seen them? I don't. I have not. That sounds amazing. I think yeah. I've actually heard it. It's like kind of on that main strip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's fantastic. And I keep thinking, wouldn't it be great if I could pair up with one of those guys and go, look, wouldn't you like to create a glass, your own piece of art that you could blow for us and we could say, hey, yeah, that is. Sorry. <laughs> that is that is mildly suggestive. Um, I just still have G-spot in my head. So many double <laughs> entendres happening there. There are. There are. <laughs> Maybe I should make it clear I'm not speaking of any kind of sexual you know, activity. if you come to the G-spot, you can blow glass. <laughs> I did yeah, this to myself. Our thing is becoming really clear uh, in the uh, ultimate <laughs> universe where we opened the G-spot. This is, this is where I've destroyed everything yeah. yet again. Um, Welcome to the first mostly, run of the G-spot. Oh, it would be mostly explaining that we're not a strip club. Yeah, yeah. We're Lots not what you think we are. Yeah. All those red halogen so, lights You said everyone really can play, so I, I guess we aren't not a strip club. We, we, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the strippers are artists too. I don't want to exclude anyone. We're get, we're diverging hugely. So, but, so the the concept was that I was thinking about is getting these these hand created pieces of <laughs> pieces of art in the space as well, so that all artists would have a space to play in, and that's where the space came from. Is that it's a space for everyone. That's awesome. That is great. I love I that. I had a really hard time with that story, guys. Was, <laughs> we got through it. We powerhouse through that one. Thanks, you. dude. Breaking through barriers. Thanks. So where is the space? Right now, we don't have a home. Ah. This show that's starting uh, on the 24th and 25th of August is mm-hmm. going to be a fundraiser-type deal. Here's a preview of what you can see. And we can do this without a, a permanent home. Okay. And we can take this wherever we want to go. Ultimately, we want to have our own theater. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you like to see a theater in Oklahoma of this caliber written for you? Yeah. Absolutely. If so, give us money and yeah. help us find yeah. space. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Here here in the Oklahoma, there really aren't a whole lot of like comedy clubs or like mm-hmm. the only one that I know of is the Looney Bin. 
and that's, that's like that's on, a, on, a, on a large that's scale. Actually a comedy yeah, club. yeah. So like Speakeasy is very supportive of comedy and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, Lenny was the only comedy and, club. And, and the, sketch is such a weird thing. It's such a weird thing between actual theater and stand up. Yeah. yeah. So you you need to have the vibe of a stand up club where everybody's coming to have a party. Yeah. And you need to have the technical aspects of a theater yeah. so that your actors can go off stage and close doors yeah. and come in and make a, a set out of nothing at all and then leave and have it yeah. transform into something else. So it's a it's a weird beast that we're dealing with, but it, it's so much fun and it's so fulfilling when you actually can get there and do that thing. Yeah. So how long have you guys been working on, on the idea of the space? <sighs> Well, I, I, so I worked for the Second City, which is an improv-based comedy theater um, that started in Chicago in, in 1959, and I primarily worked out of the Detroit theater, and I worked there for 10 years, and it was an amazing job. I had a fantastic time doing that, and I didn't really plan on setting down my roots in Oklahoma. Um, I kind of came back to Oklahoma sort of as a pit stop on my way to L.A. I was going to keep going as I moved out there. And on my very first day back in Oklahoma, uh, I got an email from my high school girlfriend uh, that I was supposed to marry 17 years prior. And for life reasons, we hadn't spoken to each other in 17 years. Uh, So I get back to Oklahoma and there's this email about, Hey, wh- uh, why did you break my heart 17 years ago? And oh, why man. did you break my heart 17 years ago? Where are you? What's going on? <laughs> Pretty immediately, it was clear that I wasn't going to be going to L.A. Right. I was yeah. going to be staying here with that lady because a year after we got married. Oh, wow. So that's that's, awesome. that's the end of that story. That's not the end of that story. But <laughs> and then he killed yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like if you ever get the chance to hear the full story, there are like 17 plot points that are also in the notebook. It's an yeah. amazing story. Awesome. <laughs> it was raining. They couldn't decide on a restaurant. <laughs> we, yeah, we love to hang out in the rain, too. So, uh, so, so here I am in Oklahoma where I hadn't planned on being. And, um, and I was like, well, I, I got to do something. My career is indefinitely on hold, and I can't really let that happen. So let's just make a second city here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got, you know, I've got 10 years worth of experience and behind-the-scenes knowledge, so surely I can do something with it. Yeah. Uh, and what I found out really quickly is I can do everything inside the theater that you want me to do, but building a business, I've got no clue. Yeah. None. Your marketing. Yeah. I ju- I'm That's like, the hard I, part, man. Oh. That's the part that, it, that you always overlook, I feel yeah. like, whenever you're trying to start something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. So to, to answer your question now, about eight years, I think, maybe ten years had gone by before I found somebody and I was going, hey, I've got this idea for the space. And then Laurent looks at me and goes, yeah, that's great. What do you want me to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in it when you get it up and running, but I don't know how to make a business. you know. And so I go to everybody. I'm like, hey, who wants to help me? Who wants to? And nobody does until I found Matt Roberts, who is a partner, and he's also in the cast. We should. Nah, not yet. No. Let's let's go ahead. I want to cut to Matt Roberts. Cut to Matt Roberts. <laughs> uh, Matt Roberts um, and... Uh, Norma Lilia Ruiz Cruz and um, I love so much. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Anne Lizette Cavney are all part of the the ensemble that we've created. Mm-hmm. And it's really important that we we give them a shout out because 
without them, uh, none of this would be happening right now, too. Yeah, yeah. So that's important. Uh, going back to the story, um, I, I started telling Matt Roberts about my idea for the space, and he kept going, oh, well, have you thought about doing this thing? And I go, no, I hadn't really thought about doing that thing. That's a good idea, Matt, thanks. And for a while, we'd just kind of sit around having beers, and he'd go, have you, have you thought about this thing over here maybe that you could do? Well, Matt, uh, no, I didn't, but thanks. <laughs> Until eventually I just like, hey, you want to do this with me? And he was like, I thought you'd never ask. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. So, so when he came on board, it felt like things really started to take off, and both of us felt very comfortable, Matt in the business role and me in the artistic role, and so none of our wires got crossed, and we worked super well together. That's awesome. Yeah, and so at that point, um, the genesis had been 10 years prior, yeah. but when Matt got on board, which was, I don't know, six months ago, I guess, things really started to pick up. Roll yeah. down the hill. Yeah. And now, I know you guys had the audition process happen probably three months ago? Was yeah, it? I believe yeah. so. I was originally wanting to be in there. I wanted to see you audition. Ah, that's the problem with freelance, man. I've got no time. Yeah. No time. Someday, whenever I get a, whenever I settle down and get a nine yeah. five or something like that, and I you know, crank out three kids like Kelly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do you guys, are you guys mainly, so how many cast members do you have altogether? We have six total cast members six right now. Six total cast members. And then we've got a production team of two members made up of Tiffany Roberts and Monica Owen, and they're going to do some amazing things for us as well. And that's kind of the total package right now. That's, that's awesome. amazing, yeah. So right now you're kind of uh, almost like a touring group then. Almost, yeah. So does the does the group have a specific name, or is it just the space? It's just the space. Okay. So the the building itself, the theater itself, is the space, and the people who make up that space are the space. That's awesome. And and, and when you do, when you guys decide to come and be a part of the space, yeah. you two will be the space. We'll be the space. Yeah. Nice. We are Groot. We are the space. <laughs> yeah. So I want to I want to touch a little bit on sketch comedy specifically compared to you know we focused on improv a lot here we've talked to stand-up comics but we've never touched on sketch comedy which is funny because we we like to shoot sketch comedy yeah we shoot a lot of sketch comedy <laughs> but we've never talked to people who do actual live theater sketch comedy so what's the biggest difference for the layperson just assume we don't know anything like what's the biggest difference between sketch comedy and improv and stand-up okay well um the the sketch the sketch comedy is a scripted piece of material that comes from anywhere you want it to come from, but it is a script, and it's funny. That's your sketch. Um, whereas stand up is one person scripting material, t- typically scripting material, and that's funny also. So the difference between stand up and sketch is you've got more people doing it at, at one time. Yeah. Versus <clears throat> improvisation, where you have no script. So the, the differences are, are pretty big when you just take a breakdown and look at it like that. One's got no script, two do have scripts, one mm-hmm. has one person, and Sketch has lots of people. That's awesome. So what's the, what's the writing process like whenever you're creating? Because you're not just writing one sketch, you're creating a show. Which How long is the show? It's going to be about an hour <clears throat> okay. if I can get the show down there. We've got so much good material right now. Um, I sent out a running order to these guys yesterday about, all right, here's the show. And as I was thinking about it yesterday and today, I'm like, this is way too long. We've got so much good stuff. But That's awesome. yeah, so it, it's you know, if you ever wanted to shoot any of those unproduced scripts, <laughs> you know a guy. 
<laughs> we should <laughs> talk. Yeah, we should. We should talk. We should. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, the the process for us, and it can be different for anybody. Every every sketch group really needs to find its own way to write. Some people love to have writers' rooms and sit down and just write and sort of bounce ideas off of each other. That's how Saturday Night Live works for the most part. They've got a writers' room and they kind of throw stuff out at each other, but. But even there, they also have individual writers for individual performers. So when you're going to go up and do something on a Weekend Update, I'm going to sit back and go, well, Brian has this voice that he has obviously honed, and so I'm going to write it in his voice and make it for him. Yeah. Our particular style is that we start from improvisation, which really starts from the individual performers. And that's, that's something different that you, you can't get anywhere else. And I think I'm accurate in saying that because no matter what Laurent does, he's going to do the space sketch comedy with the space. And that started with him and he created it and he's now on stage with the rest of us who helped him build this stuff. And so that's that's how it's going with all of us. Nice. We sit there, we improvise, uh, and then afterwards we say that worked, that didn't work, that line was good, uh, that concept was good, that was a good location to have something things that just jumped out because yeah. improvisation is really hit and miss. You know, yeah. it, it's, they, they can't all be home runs yeah. Yeah. with sketch. You get to take the home runs that you got when you improvise and you get to pull them away and say, this can all be home runs. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a much easier product to market than pure improvisation. That's really, yeah, and it's, it's almost like a machine when you, when you do it that way, it seems like, so like, do you, did you guys start off, like with improv shows or just improv- improvising within the group itself and seeing what works within this group? Well, these these guys improvised before they got to the space. So, like, what what was your experience with improv, Laurent? Uh, I took a few classes here and there in uh, Norman at the Actor Factory. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. And then yeah. uh, I also I did, like, s- some sketch comedy improv shows with uh, Michelle DeLong at the uh, Actors Academy. So, yeah, that's where I mainly got my from. Two, yeah. two strong forces, the yeah. actor factor and Michelle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, as far as acting goes. Yeah. And and what was your experience, Gabby? Uh, I just started taking classes. I actually got into improv because of Anne Lizette Cavani, who is also happens to be a member of the space, which is just cool tie-in to my origins. But uh, <laughs> I started taking classes, and then I started... Uh, I joined some troops, so all of my performing experience is improv. I've yeah. never done anything outside of that. So this is my first experience with sketch and like having a, an actual writing process instead yeah. of just making stuff up. So it's been really fun and exciting. That's so cool. Yeah. And so, so, so we took all these guys at different levels and put them all together and said, all right, let's just play. Yeah, let's let's see, see what comes see up. Let's see what we can get. Yeah. And, and then from there, we have a director, which is also myself, and so I'm, di- I'm directing them into different areas. Like, Laurent will bring up a character, and I'll go, let's use that character. I don't know how we're going to use that character, but let's use that character. Gabby writes a sketch, and she sits at home alone and writes a sketch, I'm assuming, and then says, here, read it. So I read it, and I go, yes, this line works, this line works, this line doesn't. Let's, let's figure out how we can make more home runs out of that. And we take the best creative parts of each individual player and and shoot aim for that every single time that's awesome yeah ah i want to just be a fly on the wall in that little writing process yeah that's that's my favorite part is the writing process oh i know it's super groovy yeah and the first rehearsal that we had 
It was just what? What do we do? We ate food. We sat around. We talked. We did we play any games? I think we that might have been second rehearsal that we actually yeah, played we sat a game, and talked, yeah. and met each other. Yeah, yeah. So it was really just like a party almost. Yeah. You know, a low key party. Like yeah, nobody's getting tanked or anything. But. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see right? that that writing session exactly. where everyone's just hammered. <laughs> like I think we wrote like five sketches last night. I can't remember. I can't thing. remember. All yeah, I remember, I just remember is... they were gold. Yeah. And then somewhere is the actual recording, and you just listen to it. And you're like, oh my god, this will never see the light of day. Yeah. There, was, there, was, there was a group of us at one point in Detroit. We were, you know, we had we had gotten up at eight o'clock in the morning, and we're rehearsing all the way until five, and then you got a dinner break for an hour, and then you do two shows, and so around midnight, you're 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 off work technically. Yeah. Um, so, and that's when the, the three of us <laughs> sat around and we were like, wait, 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 we've got more ideas for the show. And let's let's go ahead and come up with these ideas. And we all had the sleepy sillies. We were oh, all man. just giddy. Like, it was stupid. And I, <laughs> I was sitting at the computer with these other guys going, oh, oh, wait. And there should be a blue, a blue lobster in there. A blue lobster is what we need. Yes, yes, John. That's amazing. Oh, my God, a blue lobster. Wait until the cast hears this. Oh. And all of us were just cracking up. And then we go into rehearsal the next day after we've had two hours of sleep. And we go, guys, listen, we have the best stuff. So this blue lobster walks in. <laughs> None of this is funny anymore. <laughs> Wait a second. This was hysterical last night. Who who changed this? Yeah. <laughs> Things by drunk people also need to be consumed by drunk people. As long as they're both equal yeah. levels of sobriety yeah. and function. And we were sober. We were totally sober. Yeah. It was just sleep depth that we were going through. Yeah. You know, there like you go. that counts as drunk to me. Yeah. They're equal yeah. levels of hysteria. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we were not in our right minds. <laughs> so like whenever you're performing does like what rules of improv do you end up falling back on like how does improv play into the actual show like now that you've written everything out and you know the curtains go up if there are curtains the lights come up and now it's time for the show where does improv come back into play the basic the most fundamental aspect of improvisation is to accept the given circumstances and build off of what those given circumstances are a lot of times that gets shortened down to yes and because that's the phrase that you want people to say, you know, something comes up. We've got a table here. Yes. And we've got an amazing script on top of it. Yes. And that script needs to have some, some words put into it beforehand. So and you, yeah, exactly. And, and, <laughs> and it's on fire. Exactly. Yes. And let's run. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, you, you, you need to be in a place where you're accepting everything that comes at you. And that never leaves. There, there, there's going to be a sketch that we ultimately do. I'm pretty sure it's going to be in there um, where we're going to play with the audience. Nice. And so whatever they give, you, we never know what they're going to give us. And especially this show, we haven't had the benefit of a test audience or nice. anything like that. We don't have previews. So yeah. opening night, it's going to be a new experience yeah. for all of us. Yeah. It either works or it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you Those take any suggestions for, for this at all? Or? We will, but it's not going to be in a typical way that you might have seen when you go to an improv show. Like, hey, give us your favorite candy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whose line is it anyway? Yeah. 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 Uh, the improvisation that we're doing in the show is going to be more of uh, 
conversational style type thing where we will suggest what you are as a character yeah and then whatever you whatever you throw at us is what we're going to deal with and you know we've got some ideas about how you might respond but But you never know you never know and that's the that's the beauty of it you you have to accept it and then you have to build off of it which is why The only thing that I've done in this process is pick really good performers who can yes. do, who know that and they can get there really easily and really quickly. That never. So goes is away. this is this like a like a weekly thing or is it a show that has a runtime or is it just going to go on and on and on or what's your plan with it? Ultimately, I would like it to be a show that continues for as long as we're selling tickets. Nice. So if if we could have an indefinite run run, you know we. Of course, we would love to build the best show. Yeah. And if we hit that best show where everybody's like, I got to come back and see this, then let's just keep working it. Let's keep working that show. But for this particular show, we've rented a space, so we only have two nights. Yeah. And and so that's what we've got right now. And if we took it on the road, obviously we would have that one performance night. Mm -hmm. So until we have our home base, we're kind of at the discretion of who will give us a space. Right which is why we want to get a space really quickly. So if you have a space for the <laughs> yeah, space. Yeah, exactly. Give yeah. us a call at 1-800-999-9999. A lot of nines. Nine. Do it now. Yeah. So what are some <laughs> tips for, for you know, like the, the young enthusiast who watches SNL every Saturday and, you know, watches the whole backlog on Hulu and everything? Like, what are some, some special tips that you can give the young person that want to get into something like this? You know, whether a B sketch comedy or just comedy in general. Oh man, do you guys have any thoughts about that? Yes, and this is advice for me. Don't suck. She's like, this is advice for me, man. Do you you have any thoughts? She's a young eighteen. Keep going. Oh no. Yeah, (laughs) I I barely qualified for the contract for this. I turned eighteen. Peter's like, you're at least eighteen, right? Like, yes, I am. Waiting for that birthday, and then it came, and Tover was like, here you go, sign this. Yeah, I signed it with a pink gel pen. <laughs> Very seventeen. And you're a tracker keeper for some I'm reason. I'm done with that life. I'm all ballpoints now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think everybody's journey is different, and yeah. and I know that's not the answer you're looking for. It's just tough. I, <laughs> wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's hard to go ahead and quantify what somebody would have to do to to get there. But I think Laurent, you said it. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, if it's something that you want to do, then investigate how how you can do it. My journey was that as a as a wee tyke, I yeah. watched Saturday Night Live and I said, that's where I belong. I feel home there. And then I started asking around, hey, how do you get on Saturday Night Live? Who can put me on Saturday Night Live? Oh, well, you, you really got to go to Second City. Done. That's where I got to go then. Yeah. And life... <clears throat> Life didn't lead me to Second City, but I found myself in a place where Second City was, and I went, oh, got to do this now. So, you know, and I, I went to New York as an actor, and I wasn't worried about Saturday Night Live at that. Well, no, I, I was. I was still going there and stalking the right. elevators, the golden do elevators you, that they got. Are you not worried about Saturday Night Live whenever you're in New York for comedy? I don't think you Does can. Does it ever leave the zeitgeist? I don't, I don't think it can. I don't think so either. <laughs> I'm in great. Oklahoma and it can't leave the zeitgeist here. Yeah. It's crazy. How, how many seasons, and this, this may be a bad topic. It's not. 
How, how many seasons? <laughs> how many seasons do you continue to watch it? And you go to your friends the next day and go, I don't know, it sucked last night, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did. But yeah. we're still gonna watch it. Yeah, right. I should be on that show. Yeah, yeah. Wait, that's wait, how wait it always goes. That sucked, didn't it? God, the cast is awful. That'd be great on that show. We could, <laughs> we could, we could be so that. much yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and then you get a, an amazing cast together on Saturday Night Live and, and those those kinds of talks suddenly go away. Mm-hmm. These guys are awesome. Yeah. They're making me laugh every single weekend. And that's, yeah, I, I think you're right that it never goes out of style. Saturday Night Live, no matter how yeah. bad it gets, it's always got goodness in it enough to keep you coming back for yeah. more. Yeah. They always catch lightning in a bottle in at least one sketch per episode. Yeah. It always brings people back. Well, what were you going to say? I was going to say, so like, as far as like talking about stuff that doesn't work and you know like oh man this wasn't so good I didn't like this and this was really great how do you guys deal with um, having stuff that you've worked on all this time to really develop and then you go and perform it and then it, it doesn't work you know like like to bomb a bomb right yeah so like, what do, what are your guys's like I guess methods for regrouping and trying to get back to where you can make quality stuff. Yeah, and where can we also get that alcohol sponsorship? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, I think you're on to something, Brian. Um, but but so far, none of us have bombed because none of us have performed yet. Knock on wood. But at, at so some point, we will. And here's, here's part of what goes along with being in a sketch comedy troupe rather than doing stand-up. Uh, stand up you're alone but in sketch comedy you have other people and what that means is that if you're a successful uh, sketch comedy group you've created an ensemble you've created a team of people and you know that they have your back and you and they know that you have their back and so how do you get over those bombing moments you go out there you bomb and then you come backstage to your team and go Fuck, that sucked. <laughs> and they go, yeah, it did. <laughs> and then you go, let's go get pizza. Right. And that's how you get over it. Yeah. Nice. Because camaraderie. There's gonna there. It's gonna happen. Yeah. If you do comedy at all, there's gonna be a time when every audience member has just come back from a funeral. Everybody is sad as hell. People are grumpy. People on Friday nights, they've just worked a full week and they really want that weekend to start, but they're pissed that they have to pay taxes and they went through the traffic and what? I'm just going to start right now. Go ahead, make me laugh. And that's what you're dealing with in the audience (laughs) on Friday nights. I'd love to make you laugh, pal, but you're not in the right place right now. (laughs) Maybe I could give you a massage before we start or something. You know, aromatherapy maybe would help. But all I have is some silly characters here. No, make me laugh. Dance, monkey, dance. (laughs) And and it's going to happen. And you come back to these guys and you go, it's tough out there tonight. Let's, Let's just get through it. Let's get through it. And then we'll have some beers. And and then you you go on and you do that and you, and you keep walking. Yeah, yeah. That's the it. part of it that's kind of spooky is because we are this whole process has been us in a box like bouncing mm-hmm. off of each other. Like we haven't had test audiences or anything, so we have like these things that we think are hilarious, and then we really have no idea how it's actually going to play. We just have to trust each other and yeah. ourselves in that. So. That's well, the part that let's do, us let's out, do but an exercise, exciting. shall we? Let's pretend that we're you know three months in the future and the shows have been going great. Yeah. 
And let's see that you guys just came off the stage. Let's see the reaction after you. All the applause and everything. What's it look like? You guys did great out there. That was amazing. Um, it's three months in the future, so you're still not able to have a drink with me, but <laughs> we should go somewhere where I can drink and we can talk about whatever we got to talk about. I'll bring a Capri Sun. Cool. Chuck E. Cheese. All right. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. And see. Yeah. That was great. That was great. Well, you guys want to, you, you all want to play this uh, little Mad Lib game? Heck yeah. Let's do this. Mad okay, Lib. So everybody's got a pen yes, here. Yes, and I would like to be handed a spray. And um, let's see. Here, here. have you do this one. Thank you. I'll start filling this one right. out. Everybody got one? One more. Okay. Here's one more. Okay. All right. So the first one is uh, a food that comes in a can, Spam. And we're writing that in number one? Yep. Okay. And finding it all the places? Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, number two, a thing, Lint. All right. Number three, a name that starts with C, Corey. With an I or a Y? With a Y. Okay. <laughs> with an E-E. -E. <laughs> That's upsetting. And a silent T. <laughs> True Lord. Uh, number four, Marvelous. Okay, number five, Ranjit. Spell it how it sounds. With an E-E. -E. And a silent S. <laughs> <laughs> and number six, Michael Jackson. Not Jackson, Jackson. Number seven, a name that starts with C, Courtney. Number eight, a large moving object, an orca. <laughs> Okay, number nine, a fruit, passion fruit. <clears throat> number 10, the number 25. Number 11, number 26. <laughs> Sounds like a warped bingo. Again. Uh, number 12, a vacuum. And number 13, tweezers. Okay, let's see what we get here. We'll just pretend we have some kind of cool Mad Lib theme song. I spelled the word vacuum differently on both of the options. I think that's an amazing right. choice, Gabby. Everybody got it? Okay. I think so. Let me see. Let me make no. sure my... I will read... If I won't let pen go down. Got it. And I'll read the narration, which isn't much. But okay. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Mad Libs. Uh, this is Bonnie and Clyde. I'm Detective 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. So we got uh, Gabby, you're playing Detective 1. Neil, you're Detective 2. Got Ron, it. you're playing Henry. And then Topher, you're playing Psychic. Got it. In three, two, one. A couple of 1930s detectives are in a room with a table with a nicely dressed criminal. There's also an oddly dressed woman in the room that is a psychic. All right, you. I'm going to give you one more chance to spill the spam. Or we're going to toss you in the slammer and throw away the lint. Easy there, detective. Henry here is ready to tell us all about Bonnie and Corey. Clyde. See? He's very marvelous. And what are you going to do if I don't spill the spam? Then this psychic here, Madame Ranjit, is going to read your mind. So what do you want to know? What was Clyde's real name? I have a series of aliases, Roy, Bailey, Jack Hale, Eldon Williams, Elvin Williams, and Michael Jackson. His real name <laughs> was Clyde Barrow. What was his middle name? I don't know. 
he liked to go by Courtney, but it was actually Chestnut. Hey, I think that's right. You know, maybe you should ask her all the questions. Don't get smart with me. So was Clyde like as a kid? He stole Orca and took them for joy rides. <laughs> so what was Clyde's first name? He and Bonnie robbed a bank in Passion Fruit, Missouri, and they got away with $115. That's it? The bank don't have much money anymore. It's the Great Depression, remember? True. We know he was a bank robber. He didn't also take hostages and torture them. Well, there was this one time he kidnapped a cop and made him steal a car battery and, and install it before we let him go. He also killed 25 people. I don't know if it was that many. It was more like 26. Look, I told you everything I know. I hope you find him. Aren't I free to go? Well, you've been cleared of all your charges in Texas, but you're still wanted in Oklahoma for stealing vacuum. What? <laughs> How long do I have to be in jail for stealing a vacuum? 12 years. And then when you get out, you'll be hit by a train. Wait, what? Get him out of here. Detective 2 removes Henry. So how many people did you arrest for helping Bonnie and Clyde? 23. 23, are you sure? Yes, why? Did you know Bonnie was 23 when they were killed? And they were killed on May 23rd. You're right. Of course I'm right. I'm out 167 bullets fired. What? Wait, of course, <laughs> of course I'm right. And out of 167 bullets fired, 50 hit Bonnie and Clyde. 23 of those just hit Bonnie. Now, now, I don't know about that. And she had 23 tweezer in her purse. <laughs> Get her out of here. Detective 2 comes in and comes in and drags out the psychic. Wait, my shoe. <laughs> Dang, now she has me curious. Gonna have to go look in her purse. And scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Yeah. Excellent. It's a 23 awesome. tweezer. <laughs> I was going with vacuum as a cumulative noun. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like cactus or... Cacti. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah, cacti. One of those weird words. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can we find information about the space? About the space right now, you can go on Facebook and find us at The Space OK. And we also do have Twitter that's happening. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's also the space okay. Also the space okay, and um, and Instagram, mm-hmm. which is also the space okay. Nice, so, yeah. So at the space okay, and then I'm, and all that jazz. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks um, for having us, Gabby, Tofi, and Ron. Tofi, did I just call you Tofi? <laughs> I thought it was a that's your new name. My, my mom calls me Tofi, so it, <laughs> yeah. it sounds perfect in my head. Gabby, Tofi, Loring, thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> Thanks, it's been really fun. It's been great. Well, you guys have been awesome. And of course, you can follow The Okie Show Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Check us out at okieshowshow.com. Look at some of our sketches at okieshowshow.com slash sketches. You can see some of the YouTube things that we've done. And if you like what you've seen and you'd like to see some more, maybe be involved yourself, go to patreon.com slash okieshowshow. And we'll see you guys in the next two weeks. Thanks again. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye